start with build build this is a tim talk number umpteenth build a garden for food create a food garden now if you go back in human history long before gardening when we were hunter gatherers that was about as pure as you get with the earth those could be tough times but beautiful times there came a time in our history when we started to grow food. And a lot of things changed for the good and a lot for the bad at that point in human history. When we went and started being able to grow food like corn and wheat and different things like that, um, all of a sudden we took our sacred relationship with the animals and we turned them into working beings, slaves almost to us. And we went from loving them and caring for them and respecting them. And I know I'm being a bit simplistic, but I think that's okay for this, this talk. We turned them into working beings, and we didn't treat them that well. And as we started to raise animals for food in enclosed areas, um, their quality of life went down very quickly. Hence, move forward to thousands of years, we now have one of the darkest things humans do on the planet is factory farming. It's truly something that has to change before we'll ever change and grow deeper and more spiritual with the earth. We have to come to terms terms with factory farming. And that's another subject to go deeper in. So it kind of went to that. And then the same with when we started to grow plants for food. We put up fences. We made our neighbors our enemy all of a sudden. Because, gosh knows, you don't want anybody else coming in and taking your space, your plants. Hey! Sorry, the dog was, again, trying to eat my microphone. Um, so, we, we built up fences and we, to keep people out and animals out. And if people or animals didn't come out, we'd shoot them, hunt them, or in some way or another confront them. And then as we started to grow plants... As beautiful as it was, we also created another problem. We, we grew them so intensely and so many animals were trying to eat them because if the food was good for us, it's good for a lot of other things like deer and voles and things. We started poisoning plant animals and killing them. Now, I know that's always a challenge. Um, I cha- I'm challenged daily with it in my own garden, and I'm getting there, Okay. Um, and I'm not going to lie about it. It's a challenge. What do you do with voles? What do you do with gophers? What do you do when deer eat your plants? It's a challenge. But we took it like we humans do to so many to the extreme, like factory farming. We created poisons like what Monsanto created, um, Roundup, and we spray it on things and kill them, other poisons that get into the water and kill us eventually even, or other animals, right? We take it to the extreme. And I could go on forever about what poisons have done to our planet. Just a quick deviation. Um, The NRDC did a study a while back, and they said there's over 800 deadly chemicals embedded in our water, in our air, and our soil 
that we humans on this planet have put there and over 400 in America alone. And today we keep adding it to our soil. If that isn't the definition of insanity, I don't know what is. Because ultimately we suffer for it. Another conversation. I wanted to lay the foundation for all that because that's the craziness of humans. But at the same time, we're not, I'm not going to call us bad for it. We're, tr- we're learning how to live on the earth. Maybe we have to go through that darkness, that mess, to come out the other side to find the beauty of how to garden in not a bad way. Organics have become popular. Raising animals in a, in a beautiful, loving way has become more popular. It's growing <coughs> up here. We get most of our meat, either we raise it ourselves in the past, or we get it from neighbors that gave cows a good life, chickens a good life, and so forth. And the same with plants. A lot of plants come from organic gardens, right? So one of the greatest things you can do to learn to be an earth caretaker for yourself and the planet, and this helps you to communicate with nature. You work with nature in a beautiful way. You work with it in a beautiful way. excuse me, is to grow a food garden. Now, don't grow it in a way where you have to kill every single thing that comes into the garden. Um, Give some of your fruit trees to the animals. Put up fences or or ways of growing your food that is as protected as possible. Don't be lazy. Often, if you live in northern environments like we do, you have a greenhouse. That keeps a lot of animals out. Grow a little extra so you have enough and grow things that you can preserve so you have enough and share some with the animals. And if animals like mice or voles come in, if you make the decision to kill them, try to do it in a humane way, not in a murderous way, and put them out for other animals to eat or something. Think about it consciously. Offer a prayer. But ultimately, if you're going to be a steward of the earth, you've got to be able to tend a garden without being merciless to the animals that live on the earth where you live, where you're tending your garden. That means care, awareness, curiosity, commitment, time. Learning to grow food and sharing it with your neighbors and your family is its just one of the best things you can ever do. I, I started out growing food for my family when I was about 12. And I had a garden in our backyard, and I lived in a place called Sunnyvale um, in California. And it was one of the best environments you could ever have for growing food. And I had an incredible garden. And I got hooked on it, and I've done it ever since in some way or another in my life. Sometimes I get busy in the school. I don't have time, and I miss it. It calls to me. This year with the COVID, and I can't have my school, I'm in the garden all the time. And it is so much food in there, we can't begin to eat it all. But bottom line, beyond the benefits, the greatest of all is you're working with the earth. When you plant a seed and you water it and you watch that seed sprout into a plant and you watch that plant grow into food for you and you watch that plant get attacked by maybe aphids or some other insect and you protect it by washing them off or getting rid of them. And then you take that plant after it matures and you see it flower and you enjoy the beauty, and then you dig that plant back in the earth, and you create life by making a compost pile, and that is creating life, and you have lived the full circle of how other beings live on the earth, and you are an earth tender, an earth care taker, 
And I don't care if you live in an apartment and you grow a couple of things in pots. The more you can, the better. It'll, it'll be one of the best things you ever did. It's fun. It's good for you, the food. It, if times get tough and grocery stores aren't open, it's a valuable skill. Learn how to take care of yourself and not be in constant desperate need of help from someone else, being independent. Um, vital skill. It's beautiful. It's joyful. Oh, man. And there's so many good books on it, so many good gardeners, so many good videos on it for you to learn. And one of the great ways is just to learn by experimentation, just by experimentation. And as you watch those plants grow and develop, you will be an earth caretaker, and you will never be the same again. You will be changed forever. Gardening, tending a garden, is one of the greatest things you can ever do in your life. Go tend a garden. Oh.